0: Hello, welcome back, everybody, for another episode of Membran Labs. Uh, this is, uh, I figured this, since my my interests are mainly trading, uh, I figured we'd make our own little segment called Trade Talk with Zach and Art. So once again, I have Zachary Trinetti back. Uh, how's it going there, Zach? Good, man. Uh, got a got a name for this now, Trade Talk. Cool. Yeah, Trade Talk with Zach and Art. So let's keep it going, Uh I feel like uh, I feel like uh, it's a good thing. So, right on. Uh, how's how's the market looking, man? Uh, I know we were just talking a few moments ago about the call you made last week. Um, so how'd that play out? Well, um, yeah. So that golden zone. I mean,
1: we usually always get there at some point. Um, so when I put the call out, <clears throat> I was talking about longing up back uh, from around the 6250 area, if I remember right, somewhere in there, and looking to exit around the golden zone, that's which on my fib when I drew that would be around 6842 is actually where it is. Um, obviously we had that little dip um, <clears throat> over last week, and we are working our way back up this week, um, back into that triangle, and lo and behold we wicked right into the 68.1 golden zone and have kind of bounced off that now i've noticed we've uh, settled down on the 50 fib here and we'll just kind of see what's going on as you know i'm uh, i'm watching that four hour mac cross um there's a couple other things but uh, that's the main one uh, i know we uh, <clears throat> as a market cap like uh, we dipped down to about 189 billion. We got down to when we hit that lowest drop at the start of the week. There, around uh, <clears throat> I don't know, six six thousand and some change on Bitmax. I think on uh, Finex books here, we got as low as oh, it's showing not too much lower. But I know we did get down there. But Anyways, you got in that area, there was that weird, weird dump, then pump. I know me and you both got some of that. (laughs) I was long in that. Yeah. You got a nice entry at the bottom at, like, right around, like, I think it was 6,080 or so,
0: right? Yeah, man. Like I was, uh, I was just watching that, right? And I just, I was lucky enough to be watching, and I'm just like, whoa, what a dump! It's coming down to like close to six thousand, and you know, I know me and you are both uh, firm believers in the whole six thousand psychological level, right? So I mean, it kind of bounced off. uh, uh, Where's the lowest thing? Yeah, I found seventy or so.
1: Yeah, on Bitmex, I found that stupid, weird that candle, that four-hour candle. Because I'm looking at the four-hour right now. And that candle is so freaking wicky. It's not even funny. Yeah, on FinEx books, it made it down to 6100. Like it's crazy. And that was it wasn't even really a 4-hour candle. That was all in an hour. I <laughs>
0: Yeah, that all happened in 1 hour, man. Uh What the hell? Eh?
1: Well, I I you know, you get I mean anybody that uses BitMEX too, any type of these big movements, you get screwed over, you get locked out. The system's overloaded. I unfortunately did not set an exit, so, I mean, I, I profited, uh, but unfortunately, it, it had to drop $100 before I could finally get a close in, which, whatever.
0: It yeah, is right, because I know we were having the same issue, eh? We're trying to put in stops, put in stops, and we couldn't because the system was yeah. overloaded. Yeah, and, then,
1: and that's what sucks about putting stop markets. They're safe and stuff, but can you get them in? Sometimes you can't. It is what it is. I mean, hey. <laughs> What do you do? But uh, yeah, no, it's definitely been an interesting week. Um, all in all, like I said, we uh, hit that low. We were about hundred eighty nine bill uh, Friday with all that Ripple shenanigans. Uh, we talked out at about two hundred twenty seven billion. Um, and this morning, or not this morning, this afternoon, a few hours ago, when I looked, I think we were at an even two hundred twenty two billion. So not too much money's going out. Uh, hopefully, that's not the start of what this week will be. Um, You know, in times like these with how volatile, extra volatile, I should say, because the market's absolutely ridiculous anyways, um, you know, that's a big thing I'm paying attention to right now to see where we're going, Um, you know,
0: so. God, man, with Ripple, like, uh, so this pump started on the 18th and all the way to... So in a matter of three days, man, it tripled. Like, what? Like, what happened there?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, Friday was a big day for Ripple. Um, they reached, like, an all-time high. I think they haven't hit that kind of high. I was checking into it t- since, like, uh, <clears throat> May, I want to say, um, of 2018. They haven't had a you know high around that. It was definitely looking a lot like some 2017 Christmas kind of stuff. Uh, they passed Ethereum Briefly in market cap, which I've never seen um, crazy. That's
0: insane man. Yeah, ab- that is insane.
1: <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. I mean for those that don't know I mean basically in a nutshell I mean uh, fundamentally ripple is a form of centralized uh, payment which in the crypto space people are you know against that not only that their main target is big infrastructure banks financial institutions they want to use their product to help you know process um receive and you know file these transactions via the blockchain um ripple's kind of like the go-to there um obviously it's a very very high supplying coin so i mean again we're probably never going to see like uh a thousand dollar coin ripple but i know it topped out the all-time high when we were going through that huge bull run was about three dollars and 48 cents i mean i've always looked at ripple a dollar, I never looked to buy it, but I remember when that was all pumping, it was like there's no way it's gonna keep going. Dollar two dollars. Next thing you know, you know, I, I feel bad forever who bought the top there. Um, I'm sure even this week wouldn't really help them, but uh, you know, it was definitely a shock. Uh, you know, what do you th- like? You know, technically, I mean, it was <laughs> not too much. Technically, you can really. Analyze when something like that happens. I mean, definitely some other factors like fundamentals and stuff like that would have to come into a play at a time like this. I would
0: think. Well, well, I mean, uh, you know, if it topped out at 350, um, there's no real reason it can't at least get somewhere in that area. You know what I mean? Especially with this huge move. I mean, uh, maybe people are going to start FOMOing, uh, FOMOing into it, eh? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um,
1: I mean, it's 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 absolutely nuts. But hey you know, whatever, right? There's money to be made. This is crypto, right? You're, you get random coins that go, you know, a 1000%. At least this one's pretty mainstream. It's, uh, you know, a lot of people hold it as a safe, you know, that aren't really invested too much in this market and stuff. It's a pretty, you know, safe, long, low risk, you know, hold. Obviously, the way the market goes, everything goes with it, right? So I mean, you're not making money if you're holding it for the last few months but certainly you know it definitely proves a point that people are interested in it when we can you know knock
0: ethereum off the top for however long it is yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well um i mean um, i'm looking at the chart for ripple right here and i mean uh, on the four hour i guess um if anybody would be looking for any sort of long entry i guess they're looking for the rsi to come pretty close to oversold levels and then wait for the MACD to uh, cross bullish, eh?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a few different things. Um, You're looking at uh, XRP on uh, Bittrex.
0: Um, Uh, uh, I guess I'm looking at Poloniex, but let me quickly switch over here.
1: Um, I mean, honestly, dude, there's a few factors, right? Me looking at the the four-hour, like with altcoins, I mean... It's, it's hard to say. Some The longer term does help, but sometimes the short term stuff with altcoins, it's, it's just as important. It's a little bit different. But, I mean, in terms of what I see on a daily basis, um, you know the RSI is definitely way up there. It's actually looking like it's going to curve down. But again, I mean, while <clears throat> well, with Bitcoin, it can stay up there for days, altcoins not so much. Uh, the Stotch RSI right. is starting to look like they're going to go into a selling cycle. Uh, let's take a look at the four hour here. Uh, yeah, the four hours coming around, but uh, you know a big thing to look at too is the uh, what a lot of guys look at is what's called TD sequ- se- sequential. Um, okay. Uh, can you s- explain that a bit? <laughs> basically, it uh, it measures a candle. It's better to look at it on a longer time frame. Um, it's usually from one to nine. The idea is you want to buy on a nine or buy on a one and sell on a nine. Um, obviously red is a buy is a strong, uh, sorry, <laughs> excuse me. I just woke up. Red is a sell. Uh, you know, the farther red we go when we get to a red nine, then we're kind of looking at a long when we get to a green nine, we're looking at a short.
0: So, um, okay. So, uh, this is an indicator that you can pull up on trading or yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, um, if you're like me, you don't pay for it. Uh, I have an account with TradingView, view, but I don't, uh, pay for it so i can only usually run three or four indicators so i don't think i can turn it on right now because my
0: charts so- however if, if if you're using the chart on Bit- bitmex i'm pretty sure that they let you have as many indicators as yes, you yes
1: exactly but bitmex does not have td sequential unfortunately um okay, yeah gotcha. so i mean if i get rid of you i'll just get rid of the stoch rsi here i think i can just remove that um, I gotta
0: remove them all, bastards.
1: All right, whatever. I'll remove them for now. Uh, cool. And we'll take a look at XRP. I'll, I'll
0: do. I'll, yeah, I'll do the same here. I'll take a uh, look. look so just TD sequential?
1: Yeah. Uh, the 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 one by G has like almost 10,000 likes. So I like to go with that. And if cool. we look on a daily um, for XRP, we are on a green nine. And if you ask me, that candle looks like a reversal doji in my opinion. Um. Obviously, we're not. We topped out at an all time high, it looks like, on Finex books at around 11,683
0: sats. Now, are you looking at the US dollar pair or the uh, Bitcoin <clears throat> pair? Sorry,
1: the Bitcoin pair
0: for BitTrex. Sorry. I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: But either way, it, it looks like. Uh, obviously Bitrex is a main exchange. I hate them now I like them when they were the white faced interface for me and a lot of people I know that go back on Bitrex now for the odd coin. It sucks. I don't like it But hey, it is what it is. I like white charts to look at my candles. Some people like dark charts I'm sure uh, I know you can switch in a lot of views and stuff like that That's the other reason why I don't really like coin G that's a big popular one a lot of uh, high, higher traders use. It's a subscription, you can keep making uh, trial accounts if you really want, but I don't like their layout, I just, you know, it just I can't see what I'm looking at. But uh, anyways, yeah, so yesterday was a green eight. We wicked all the way into, like I said, 11,680 sats. And again, I feel bad for ever bought the top of that. Um, <laughs> You know, BitMax is definitely liquidating shorts up there. And, uh, oh, yeah. But to me, like, honestly, on the daily point, from looking at this on the TA side, we are way oversold, <clears throat> or, yeah, way oversold, overbought, however you look at it. Um, you know, the Stotch RSI looks like we're going to go into a selling cycle. The MAC has not bear-crossed by any means, but it is starting to deflect down. And that candle, clear as day, looks like a reversal doji you know, and with the TD sequential again <clears throat> on a daily form, it's a big thing to look at. If you go back, you can see the history of it. It's pretty accurate. We got a green nine. Sometimes you can get a green nine and then you can get like, if you'll look, you'll see a candle that has like a red nine, but it's got, um, <clears throat> a green thing. It means it closed, um, above it. Like it's better for it, but it's not, it got low. Like it's hard to explain, but it's like, it's kind of like a extra candle like it was supposed to okay. change but it didn't really change but it didn't get any better kind of thing if that makes sense okay. you can kind of see them if you look farther back but anyways unless we get one of those i you know this is a good entry for a short in my opinion but i mean if you just get another rush of freaking bulls again you never know right but from a ta to me this looks like we're headed down in terms of ripple in a long-term event or a longer time frame if we look at a four hour even um uh, i only have the td on right now we're starting at one so you know four hours is a good long term it's right. it's a lot shorter than a day so it can give you a good insight into what's going to happen later on you know this might be the start of the short on the one red and buy back on the nine we'll find out i don't know
0: yes it's hard because after such a run like that right, right? it's like where's it really going right and right it's kind of like that was like complete I don't know, hysteria, like, it, it, who knows, right? right?
1: I mean, and there's always some FOMO. Whenever somebody gets a hold of crap, you know what I mean? If people start looking at stuff, it's, uh, it is it is uh what it is. But, uh, I mean, it's definitely interesting. Uh, did I get in on that? No. Maybe I should have longed it, but I just... Uh, some of these altcoins, I don't... Uh, you know what I mean? The way Bitcoin is right now, I don't want to be trading on margin altcoins, in my opinion, because... If something stupid happens with Bitcoin, either way, pump or dump,
0: <laughs> alts seem to bleed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right for me right now. If, if, if Bitcoin's pumping, people are pulling out of alts to go into Bitcoin. And if it's dumping, people are also pulling yeah. out of alts or Bitcoin, right? Which in, in at the end of the day is alts essentially.
1: It's a double-edged sword. It really is. So um, no, I didn't make any uh, trades on XRP. I know you did pretty well on it. So congrats for that. I, uh, thank you. <laughs> I got uh, a quick short in on that last dump before Bitcoin took off there, uh, two days ago or so. So that was the end of my trading week. I mean, I find with, uh, BitMEX and stuff, you, you don't want to go looking for trades and stuff or else you'll be,
0: uh, you know, sweating more than you're chilling, we'll say. So, right, right. Um. All right. Well, well, that's cool, man. I mean, uh, yeah, I I feel like um, I feel like I'm going to follow your advice about the whole uh, not trading on the weekend just because I feel like a lot of big money kind of leaves on the weekend. right? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's not my advice. That's something that a lot of people talk about. Um, You know, money, uh, the volume just isn't there on the weekend. I mean, people have lives people have whatever people don't trade on the weekends um some people don't do it just because when there's low volume it's not hard for people to swing books and do stuff like that it's more manipulated so like i said i mean i know some big traders that they've made enough money they don't even really need to trade anymore but they for sure they do their business monday to friday
0: you know So, treat treat it like a day job, I guess. eh?
1: Well, for some, I mean, hey, if you're up 100% on Friday and you know it's still looking good, don't be closing the books because you're you know taking off for the weekend, set up with a stop loss. But I just know that uh, the weekend uh, it can make a lot of people money that want it to and can break a lot of money too. So, I guess we'll see. Um, Like I said, I uh, we definitely wicked off that uh, 61 fib today. And in my opinion, um, I do, I think we're going to keep going. I hope so. Um, but we'll have to see that candle, uh, doesn't look the hottest on the daily right now, but it hasn't closed. So we'll see. It's kind of looking like a reversal doji itself as well, but Hey, we'll find out, um, come
0: the next couple days. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, man. I think, I think, uh, next week is going to be kind of, kind of big for Bitcoin. Um, or the next coming weeks anyways have you been able to take a look at uh what i was talking to you about the other day about the um the big kind of like wedge forming all the way back from december okay if you look on the daily yeah for bitcoin you know like uh it's, it just looks like a giant kind of wedge type shape and it keeps like kind of like you know price keeps getting tighter and tighter near this end right and i know um if you go on trading view there there's a lot of um ideas you can go to an ideas section for cryptocurrencies and everybody's saying like this is getting a huge kind of moment for bitcoin is whether it's going to break up or down out of this wedge right and that's kind of going to determine the market sentiment for uh the next little while uh
1: yeah no i can definitely see that i mean it definitely you can see it it's, it's almost like a big triangle too but not quite it's definitely more of a wedge i would agree with you there um. That yeah, it's definitely bouncing. That range is getting a lot tighter. I mean, if you look at from December, you know, we'll say at the top was around fourteen thousand three hundred, bottomed out at five thousand, then we made it back up to like eleven or twelve. I remember that. Then we made it back down to where we go right around the fifty-eight hundred mark. There, I think it was. Again, I gotta move this stupid thing
0: yeah yeah
1: and we're getting tighter and tighter that's for sure i mean now the range is like that's why i kind of think we're going to see another little pullback i mean we just kissed that six thousand. i i didn't think that it was going to be that easy um i mean i'm not complaining but i think uh we're gonna see another small downward movement and then hopefully we get into the big the big up so
0: yeah and that'd be great to uh catch that and go for a long from there and uh you know, long, we'll see. Along into the sunshine, you know. Along into the sunshine, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's interesting. We'll see. Um, You know, I, uh, I'm definitely watching. The big thing I'm watching right now is that four hour. Um, that's becoming more and more proven for good margin trades. You know, if you want to spread across three, four hundred bucks. When Bitcoin is bullish and stuff and we get way better swings, you know, when we were me and buddies when we were trading this stuff like now I go for like a hundred two hundred dollar spread after that if it, anything else is gravy like we were shooting for three four hundred dollar spreads you know when bitcoin was you know above ten grand it's a lot easier you know and it's a lot funnier. Right, right. but uh, hey I mean it is what it is I'm excited to uh, get back above ten grand and uh, you know see what's uh, what's coming for us I mean I've seen some of those theories too they said we're in a big j curve or the wedge yep. one or yep. you know I, it's it's like i mentioned before you get a lot of uh sideway action and then you get a big parabolic move and bitcoin like you said is getting tighter and tighter and tighter you know we're gonna get a breakout one of these weeks we're gonna be talking about this big freaking breakout i'm sure so yeah I, I can't break wait. out I or break wait. down I don't know you know if it's break down <laughs> I, I might be crying the whole time if it's break up well I'll be a happy guy it'll be the first breakup I'll be excited about
0: yeah definitely definitely yeah so um I guess uh we'll we'll keep we'll keep in touch over the next few weeks and hopefully uh we can catch this breakout and uh talk about it
1: yeah yeah for sure um like I said I'm uh in the next come coming days i wouldn't be surprised to see bitcoin drop back down to lower six thousands we might even kiss that support again we'll see but uh, i don't think we're going to be in this range for too much longer but i definitely don't think this is our breakout i mean i could be wrong i'll be watching and if it is well
0: no it's 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 definitely not a breakout i don't think but uh but uh yeah i wouldn't be surprised if we saw six thousand again but uh it was nice to see that there there's like that huge kind of like bullish sentiment right around six thousand, right? Man. Like people don't want it to go under six thousand. And then right great. right after that, you know, we shot in the sixty five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the same hour, yeah. man. Like what? Yeah. So
1: I mean, you know, people are sending a message and uh that's great. And uh I look forward to seeing what happens.
0: Right on, man. Well, um, I know uh, you got somewhere to go, so uh, we'll make this one a bit shorter one, uh, but thanks for squeezing us in, as always. Yeah,
1: no worries, man. Nice talking to you. I gotta go uh, have some dinner with the lady friend, and uh, yeah, hopefully not have to hang out with her friends all night. We'll see. I'm trying to get her <laughs> convinced to go something with my friends, but
0: uh, who knows? Yeah, gotta have any even balance there. Yeah,
1: yeah. What are relationships for, I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> but uh, you have yourself a good night, buddy. I'll uh you too man. Thanks talk to again. you guys soon and uh happy trading.
0: Yeah. Take it easy, Zach. Cheers. All right. So that's a uh, kind of our market update. Now um I know Zach um he's he's um uh, He's looking more at chart patterns and um he uses RSI and MACD as his indicators. And um actually just something I wanted to mention real quick. Uh we had a uh trading one oh one meetup uh on Wednesday, uh, just um three days ago. And um so so once again, um if anybody in the Victoria area is interested in attending these meetups, we have one about every three weeks, um, different topics. We're open to suggestions for topics. Uh, you know, um, uh, I really enjoy them. I like kind of building a small community of people, um, small crypto community that is. And, uh, I really enjoy them. And we had a little, um, trading one-on-one and, um, for anybody that's listening that attended the meetup, uh, I, I went over uh, the Ichimoku cloud and I know that Zach he doesn't use Ichimoku cloud, um, but uh I do. And um, so when looking at the chart, and I'll and I'll post a picture of this in the uh, in the description. But looking at the chart, he was talking about Fibs and when he says Fibs he's talking about Fibonacci retracements and so these Fibonacci retracements are like pretty much areas of support and resistance for Bitcoin and when he's talking about the golden zone he's talking about the 61.8 Fib retracement which uh, Bitcoin likes to kind of often creep into. And um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to plot a Fib retracement over my Ichimoku cloud here, and I will post it in the description. And so let me see how this all lines up here. So what you want to do with the Fibonacci retracements, and it's it's an indicator that you can use on TradingView so whenever there's kind of uh where i'm plotting it from is the top of this uh down from uh, 73.81 down to 61.81 when when we had this huge drop in bitcoin uh, back at the beginning of september and so what you want to do with these fibonacci retracements is kind of like once a trend or a dump or a pump or whatever is happens you plot it from the top to the bottom and then what you will have is these lines appearing from the top and the bottom and then there's different ranges right and so pretty much why i don't use fibonacci retracements personally is because um the ichimoku cloud shows you Um, these areas of support and resistance. So, and I'll post a picture of this, but as you can see, it perfectly lines up with the 0.5 FIB retracement. And so, as you can see, Bitcoin, the price kind of bounces off this level and it's kind of stuck in between the 0.382 level and the 0.5 level. And it's kind of ranging within this level currently. But the the Ichimoku cloud shows you this. And so... um, With the Fibonacci retracement, you can see, okay, well, you know, it's having trouble breaking this area. So, you know, maybe you close your long there. I don't know about opening a short, but maybe close your long there, right? You're saying, oh, it's having trouble. I'm going to close my long. But... Similarly, uh, with the Ichimoku cloud, what you have is you have this long, flat top of the cloud, right? And that shows an area of strong resistance. Or if it breaks that, it's an area of strong support. So as you can see, it bounces off, bounces off, and doesn't want to break that level. So that's what we're kind of waiting for uh, when it comes to Uh, Ichimoku cloud and traditionally what you want to look for in these Ichimoku clouds is for a Kumo breakout so these clouds are called Kumo clouds and what you want is price to break through this cloud and close above the cloud and stay above the cloud for you know a couple of candles before you make a long entry to kind of confirm that bullish bias So, yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. Uh, Things are looking good. I mean, uh, as we talked about, if you zoom out, you can see this long, big, big kind of a wedge type shape that Bitcoin is making all the way back from December. And price is getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And what we are looking for and what a lot of people are looking for is if Bitcoin is going to break up or down out of this wedge. And um, so this is why we say that, you know, it's important for crypto the next couple of weeks. So we'll see how that plays out. And yeah. um, And regarding um, Ripple... So there's some rumors that if you look at uh, TRLY ticker stock, Tilray, um, let me just pull that up real quick. So the Tilray stock um, over the last, down from, let's say from August 3rd, from August 3rd to September 19th. So just a little over a month, a month and a half. Tilray stock went from $24 U.S. all the way to 215 And Tilray is actually a, a marijuana company located in Nanaimo. And so the rumor is that uh, they're using Ripple for some sort of payment. And that's what might have caused the spike in Ripple. But who knows, right? That's just the rumor mill. Um, But you know, rumors tend to move the the crypto market quite a lot, right? Um, So we'll see. Um, Ichimoku standards for Ripple. Currently on the daily, it broke up above the cloud. So what you're looking for... If you're strictly looking at Ichimoku, and I, I wouldn't recommend it right now. Wait for it to kind of settle more because currently RSI is saying it's very, very over overbought. Like, it's currently way overvalued for where it's at. And that makes sense because within a matter of three days, it tripled or quadrupled in price. Like, crazy. Crazy returns. Um, so, right now it looks like the cloud is wanting... To twist into a green cloud, which is a bullish sign. Uh, Prices above cloud. That's a bullish sign, and the lagging span that comes with the Ichimoku cloud, which is kind of like this green line that follows price uh, some some amount of periods back. I think it's a let's see, Um, thirty. 27 28 something like that 28 periods back it follows price and it's also above the cloud which is also bullish so um, wait for price to settle you can see that the key gin associated with the Ichimoku cloud is about 7800 ish so if Ripple can stay above that price I mean it's looking pretty good as an indicator of a new trend has started for this coin and in the past it's topped out at 350 and we are not even close to that yet. We're about at 56 cents now. So we shall see. Um, what else do I got for you guys today? Ethereum uh, seems to be making a bit of a comeback. Um, historically speaking, when, so in the past, when Ripple made an up move, so did Ethereum. So I mean, Historically, strictly historically speaking, uh, we hope to see Ethereum make a comeback, which it has been. Um, Right now in the 4-hour, it's above the Kumo cloud and it is staying above the Kumo cloud. And maybe in a couple days, we have a twist into a green cloud. Um, And that would kind of be your signal that, hey, a new trend has started for Ethereum. And maybe it'd be worth it to go long on that one. I know I'll be watching the charts closely. Uh, but I wouldn't I wouldn't get in just yet, because anything can happen. I mean, there's been a huge up move in the market. And uh, that can always come crashing down, as we've seen in the past. Um, yeah, so that's about it. Um, I'd like to thank Zach again for coming in. I think we're going to just start our own little um, trade talk segment here. Uh, So, yeah, I hope uh, that it's been informative. It's been interesting. Happy trading. Have a great weekend. And we will see you next time.